Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Got a Minute Fam podcast. I am your host, R.C. Carlton, better known as the Commission. I am joined by the Elvis Presidente, Starscream, <laughs> slash IBS Jesus, like slash Actively Lazy, slash Rodney Sandridge. Oh my God. I did it on purpose Just, that time. I did it on purpose that time. I think about it. I hate, I hate old black people, man. Right? Well, that, well I'm, that's how you got your name from old black people. But anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> let's start out. Uh, this was news earlier last week, and it's going to be news throughout the NBA. The New York, or New York, they really are New York, but I guess what are they? The Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, they decided to basically tell Kyrie to sit um, because he is not vaccinated. And based on the laws in New York, he would not be able to play home games. He'd only be able to play road games in most states. But I don't believe he'd be able to play like it depends on which locality in California he wouldn't be able to play. But uh, what, what was your whole take on the Nets making that decision and then Kyrie gave a little response on Instagram, or just Kyrie in general with this situation. Oh, like I've said since day one, this is the most unnecessarily politicized thing going on right now. Everything's politicized now. It's just so stupid. Um, it would probably be in everybody's best interest to get vaccinated, um, just for the simple fact of how vaccines work against viruses. But you know. Um, it seems like people on Facebook and YouTube know more than scientists and what we were taught in school. So at the end of the day, do what you do, but do realize that what you do has consequences. So if you are employed by somebody and they say they would prefer you to be vaccinated and then you say, no, I'm not going to do it. And then they say they would prefer you to be vaccinated. You say, no, I'm not going to do it. And the third time they say, do that shit or you're fired and don't cry when you get fired. That's all I'm saying. It's like we 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 go through this thing in America where it's like we want our freedoms, but we don't want to take the things that come along with those freedoms. Like I don't get it. So I'm I'm in support of Kyrie as long as Kyrie don't start complaining. Yeah, and he's so far he's basically said he's kind of double talked. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, if you want to get it, just fine. If you don't want to get it, he said, but he'll say, I'm fighting for something bigger, but then at the same time, he'll be like well, you know, I'm willing to suffer the consequences. So he's sending mixed messages. Like to me, and the liberals are really getting on my nerves. I'm I'm pro-science. I'm pro getting the vaccine if you want. That is the best decision as far as science goes, best practices. But you're America. You have the right to not follow best practices. I told someone today, I said, I don't always wear my seatbelt because I don't feel like it. Is that a best practice? No, but I'm a grown man. I could choose to wear that. But if something happens, that's on me. You know, that's not. I can't I can't blame anybody else, but I got the right to do that. I mean, and I understand the whole concept of doing what's best for society, but people got to be willing to do that. And you can't force them. You no longer have a democratic society. Uh, based on freedom, even though responsibilities come with that freedom, you no longer have that if you're going to force people to actually do it. And I'm not talking about fake ass mandates. It's not actually nobody's nobody in this country has been forced to take the vaccine. Now you've been coerced, you've been um, 
threatened with losing your job, but A, your business doesn't want liability. B, if they do have COVID and people die, that hurts the bottom line. A lot of it. the businesses are making the most informed decision that is the best for the bottom line. That's what people don't understand. It's not political. Fox News has the, va- the vaccines for their employees. So people are doing what they've always done, and that's follow best practices based on the best medicine, medical and scientific advice possible. If you don't want to follow that, that's your right, but there are consequences that come with that. And can I also interject here and say, um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to loosely quote uh, my favorite show, Boondocks. Every famous nigga that gets arrested is not Nelson Mandela. Every fucking activist is not Muhammad Ali. Every rich black rapper is not Jay-Z. Like, y'all got to stop this crap, man. That is the most insulting thing of all time. Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving is taking a stance. Yes, but Kyrie Irving is not facing any kind of true backlash that is comparable to what Muhammad Ali faced. Hell, Kyrie Irving's not getting the same backlash as uh, Colin Kaepernick. No, so you got to stop Kyrie Irving with is that comparison. Paid, has so a salary. The worst thing that can happen to him is a Twitter post. And most of the stuff that I saw were very favorable towards him as far as on his chat. So I, I, I don't understand. We're not quite there, but I'll skip around for you. And I'll let you go on this rant since you brought it up. Uh, Gregory Lee, who rarely finds people, he did find this guy named Marcus uh yakiko he sounds like a anime character maurice uh yakiko mescudi <laughs> anyway he found this guy because he compared muhammad ali to Kyrie irving and gregory is not somebody who even uses his all-star privileges but he did and i'm glad he did yeah, and, and just to continue what I was saying, like just the comparison of, uh, and somebody uh, pointed this out on the thread, we're talking about African-American man dodging uh, the draft in a political and politicized, like in a politicized era where such an act literally could get you killed. Like you could have been lynched or or gunned down for some crazy shit like it was just a different time ali had his life destroyed the man had no support outside of the nation of islam and they also supported him with security and boosted him financially supported him financially there was protest movements to to get this man free from jail it was it was a mess it was a a real trial you know um, what Kyrie Irving is going through is just it's just not comparable, man. And it's, and it's the most ridiculous the thing. And uh, what would end up being proven to be an unjust war. You can say whatever you want to say, but you cannot conclusively prove that this is unjust right now with the, with the vaccine. There, I mean, you would have to have some kind of massive deaths or something to prove this is unjust, which just is not happening. If you're a conspiracy person, I'm sorry, but the proof is there. It's not there. I go with evidence always. So it's not, you know, it was proven with the Gulf and talk, uh, Gulf of Talker papers and things like that, that they lied to get into the war and all the kind of cover-ups that were going on with Nixon and things like that. That was proven. And you could be against war. That's a solid stance. But And you personally, as an individual, you could say, these are my freedoms, but you're not being oppressed because 
you don't get to do what you want when you exercise your freedoms. I got the right to go outside barefoot, no shirt, but I don't have the right to go in a private business without those things. Are you inflicting on my rights? Because I would like to go out. If I'm at home, I don't have a shirt on and I don't wear shoes. And most time in the yard, I don't. So mm-hmm. if I want to go in the store, is that okay? <laughs> no, it's not. Your rights don't supersede the private business's rights to operate as they see fit. But, but let's move off of that a little bit because we're talking, I hate mm-hmm. talking about the vaccine. It's so annoying um, <laughs> just because it's just a stupid it, left and right. They politicize stuff that is just dumb. You suck two liberals trying to force people to get it. We had one guy going to rant, but I won't go there. We had a guy I find today. He's been in the league. league. He's been in the group for two years, but today was his last day, or at least he blocked me. I don't know if he actually left the group. Justin Pendleton, I find him $777,000 IBN dollars because he complained about the calls in the Cleveland game against, uh, they got blown out by Arizona. Cardinals, yeah. Bro, if you lose 37 to 14, the refs, did the refs score touchdowns? It is not possible to blame the refs when you get blown out. In your defense, Justin, I did go uh, Twitter some of the calls. One of them, the guy took three steps, and he, like, he kind of uh, two-hand touched, uh, a pity pat two-hand touch, too, uh, the quarterback, Kyler Murray. And then one, it was a pass interference on – on uh, Hopkins, of guarding Hopkins, of all people, uh, that was questionable. But both times, both times, yeah, I know, push off Hopkins. Both times, the person violated the rule. On Hopkins, they had his hand, they wrapped around the back and reached in, kind of, and touched him a little bit for his break. That can be called. It's a judgment call. It, it did not happen. It wasn't like the Saints and, and, and the Rams that year. And the other thing, the dude took three steps and still touched the quarterback. He didn't need to touch the quarterback. He still touched the quarterback, even though the quarterback had thrown the ball and he took three more steps just to give him a small shove. Your team is dumb. And even so, that happened in the first half and you lost by like three touchdowns. Score more points. That's what I always tell people. Score more points. The, the refs don't, don't determine the game. I mean – I, I was on the road, so I was just catching the um the ticker, but it was it was just all Cardinals in the first like eleven minutes of the game. Cardinals touchdown, Cardinals touchdowns, Cardinals field goal, Cardinals field goal. Like the Browns just started slow, man. And and, and they played a hell of a game the week before. Yeah. Uh against the Chargers. And you know, I didn't get a podcast out on it. And I wasn't on the show Sunday, but I would have talked about it um because I, I did it in I print on the also group. Yeah, you you can't you can't, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let that slide. You can't, <laughs> you can't expect these teams to like play that hard every single week, man. They got beat up. The Chargers and Browns beat each other up in that game last week. So for them to come out, yeah, for the both teams to come out this week, Baker's banged up. Yeah, so both teams came out this week and got blown out. That's what I expected. Yeah. That's how it is. And that was like a crazy, high-scoring, emotional game. And a lot of times, those are the teams to bet against because they've been drained. It's a special team that could get up and play another good team at the hard-hitting, crazy game that's exhausting and and do that. Um, But to blame the referees, stop it. I know that's a part of fandom, 
but stop. Don't bring it on this page because that's dumb. Like even when the Saints jobbed, got jobbed against the Rams, they screwed up the two plays before that. Blaming the referee. If you need the referee to bail you out, there's a hundred other things that happened in that game that you could have uh, done. It's like in boxing. Yeah, sometimes do people get cheated on decisions? Yeah, but you had it in your hands to make it either knock them out or make it so clear that you couldn't cheat, like a Floyd fight or something like that. So it's always in your hands, man. Always. I just want to say that that's real rich coming from a Brady fan. Don't, don't, don't start to cheat. Don't start. Refs and kickers? What? Don't, we don't, can don't. definitely start that. Refs and kickers. Don't, don't, it don't. always goes back to Tom Brady. Everything y'all say about everybody else is an exception for Tom Brady. I, I just love it. I just love it. It's Benjamin, not even a pocket. The Benjamin Button of the league. It's, it's a cult. It's everything. a cult. Y'all need to wake up. You need to take the red pill and get out of that. Maybe so Belichick's a cheater, and now it doesn't work because okay. they have Tom Brady. Belichick's the cheater, but Brady don't get favorable calls. I just saw last week, or the week before last, the ref was protecting this man in the middle of a play. was over. Play was over. He needed to back off. You can't check the quarterback after the play. You can't keep going at the quarterback like that. Look, lay off time, bro. Defender and Brady, like like it's it's a (laughs) schoolyard fight, and he's trying to break it up. Like end of the round, baby. It's the end of the round. Ref got to step in. Look, Brady threw the ball. That's it. Don't touch him. It's a national treasure. A national treasure, sir. Don't touch Brady. We make rules for him. No, he don't have to cheat because they make the rules for him. But um, <laughs> what was your biggest way, biggest takeaway from yesterday's games? The biggest takeaway from yesterday's games is that the, the Dallas Cowboys are a good fucking team, man. They're just yeah, good. That was the kind of game we lose. Yeah, yeah it, it, it is the kind of game that you guys lose. And, and – um, what did I say? I guess I've said this all the record. You guys are fine until McCarthy has to coach. Why in the hell would you go, kick that field goal on fourth and one? You got three timeouts. It's only it's like four minutes, three three or four minutes left in the game. You're on the you're one yard away on like the thirty five yard. The probability, and I'm gonna sound like Joe Matz because he'll probably say it on the podcast later. But the probability of you making a fifty one yard field goal that was right the dumbest there, thing I've ever is, seen in my is, life. Is less than the probability of you getting he wants a yard. To be bailed out. Yeah. He wanted to be bailed yeah. out because he's a coward. Yeah. He wanted to be bailed out. Why would you do that when a 51 yard field goal to win a game with that much time left? It's not like yeah. you know, you only do that if there's no time on the clock left almost and you use yeah. your last time out. It got to be inside of 50, probably, preferably inside of 40, you know, inside of 40. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Coward. It's, it's unbelievable that he's still – and it's Mr. Analytics. Yeah, he's scared. He coached scared, and somehow we still overcame his coaching scared, which which I thought was a really good sign, but at the same time a bad sign because guess what's going to happen? That's going to cost us when we play better teams. Eventually, yeah. that kind of coaching is going to come back to haunt us. That's the biggest weakness I think we have is the is, is his him coaching scared, basically. I, I really do think that's it. So, look, I'll take back what I said about Diggs if you take back your defensive uh, of your offensive coordinator. Nothing wrong with my offensive coordinator. The man put up more yards. More passing yards were had against the New England Patriots. Well, a Bill Belichick coach team, including his defense coordinator days against with the Giants. Nobody's ever mm-hmm. thrown for as many yards. 
And Kellen Moore mm. was the or- uh, architect of that, despite two dat turnovers that were just terrible, actually. Okay. Oh, nothing wrong with Kellen. If the next head coach of the boys, why would I be? Oh, no problems. Everything's great. <laughs> right. Everything's great. I, I don't see a problem. I, I, the, I more you, the more you say that, the less convincing it is. Well, Kellen's fine. The boy wonder is great. I'm, I'm always team Kellen. That's the only person I probably fanboy for. I'm always on Kellen. That's why I used to tell Corey. I said, look, when they played, when, when, when Garrett was the coach and everything went well, Kellen had the helm. When things didn't go well, I said, look, Garrett's taking over the playbook, man. He vetoed stuff. That's how it goes in Dallas. That's how we roll. We love Kellen. Everybody loves Kellen. We're not letting, don't let him get away, Jerry. Don't let him get away. Please. Yeah, keep, Jerry. keep him, Jerry. So in two years, we can see him doing the same claps that Jason Garrett was doing. No, sir. No, sir. A whole different vibe about Kelly. The boy wonder. We kept him. We let him broke his leg and we kept him on the team because we knew he had something there for us. His, yeah, his hands still work. He can still clap. <laughs> no, that's a Garrett thing. The Giants have to worry about okay. that. I'm not worried about that. Oh, gosh. My biggest takeaway would be just, uh, I guess, really, Arizona. Baltimore's continued success or Arizona. I think Baltimore and Arizona kind of really put themselves out there as the two best teams in the league. It was a good – it was a game where I thought the Cardinals might falter a little bit and just finally have a bad game. But they didn't. They played well. And Lamar – and even going back to, well, it's not really this week, but going back to Monday night during our time, just Lamar just really is turning up to another level where he's carrying a team on both ways, kind of what we always envision Mike Vick to be. That's what Lamar actually is. Uh, yeah. Um, I got to give the guy credit, man. I mean, he's, he's doing his thing. Like, I'm still – anti-Greg Roman, but the team's winning games, man, and, and they're doing it despite a ton of injuries. I had written them off um, earlier in the season, or August, when they had all those injuries, and it's just it's just been incredible, and he's he's completing passes on, on a pretty consistent basis right now, so we'll see how long that lasts, but um, right now, they, they, they're doing their thing, so. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta give them, the, I mean, you gotta give them their props and their hardball and just I think now that Belichick doesn't have Brady, like maybe Harbaugh is a straight up best coach in the league. I don't know. It just seems like all the adversity and all the injuries and they just able to just kind of not miss a beat. So you got to give him props on that. Yeah. Uh, we had another fine and I'm sure this guy left the, the, the page and I'm not sure if we actually covered it last week or not, but I think we did. The guy that got run by Kurt Altry. Hopefully, <laughs> Kurt Autry, if you're not in Richmond, he's a local reporter and he has a very spicy Facebook page. He kind of gets in people and he's got good memes, especially for a guy in his 50s. He's kind of on the cutting edge. Usually if there's a, a a cool meme, he'll have it that week, which most 50 year olds, you know, they won't. They, they might be six months behind. So he's really good in his social media game. And, his, and he blasted a guy in our group named Brandon Sharon. But then Brandon tried to trip me up, and uh, and he also has feuds with Sam. But Brandon tried to trip me up because we were having a conversation, and Kurt Autry emailed or inboxed this Brandon guy and basically said, hey, if you were offended by what I said, that's not how I meant it. I did not make a gay joke. Brandon was accusing him of, of making the gay joke. He didn't, and, Kurt, and the guy who made the original post deleted 
the comment or the thread. So Kirk Autry's po- uh, responses went away, but Brandon accused him of trying to hide it or whatever. Brandon is like one of those conservative MAGA dudes. Kurt Archer basically was saying the dude was gay and was upset if he was offended because we know you can't attack that group. But Brandon took it as like some kind of victory. I said, no, dude, he thinks you're gay or he thinks you're a, uh, a super liberal like Sam that's offended by a, gay, a, a, a passing gay joke. So Brandon uh, comes in and Brandon says, well, he said, we're gay. He said, how do you know he thinks I'm gay? And I said, because gay people are the most offended. Now, just in human conversation, we've established that we're talking about gay people. Do I have to say gay people are the most offended by gay jokes? Or should you already know that because we've been talking about gays being joked on, the context of the conversation ought to tell you that I'm saying gay people are most offended by gay jokes. But he took it. He tried to catch me. He's not very good, not very smart. I muted him like a black history mute. I told him to see you in November. Uh, did you catch any of that, sir? I did, unfortunately. And um, I mean, I've never tangled uh, with Kurt Archery, but I would put him in the same realm as Joe Matz. You be arguing with these nerds online, man. You got to be witty. You got to be creative. And it looks like my my guy was it Brandon put more emphasis in his in his bench press and, and bicep curls than he did in his his uh, meme game and comeback. So, with that being said, I I've told you people this once before, and I will say it again: when you come across these people online arguing with them, you will lose. So challenge them to a fight. Accept the fact that they won't fight you, and then go with it. Because honestly, you, you don't stand a chance. Going, aha, I got you, because they're just going to keep making fun of you because they're one step ahead intellectually. I wouldn't even give Kurt that, but I like Kurt. He's witty, but I wouldn't <laughs> give him all that. But it's his page. Everybody likes him because he's funny, so he got it. But Brandon just didn't even know how Facebook worked. If you, if the person that deletes, if you're in the thread, if some, the, the author of the thread, not even the whole post, if somebody deletes a thread, all the comments go away. That, it's yeah, not that I mean, hard to, it's not that hard to figure out. And he got burned as like 400 likes against him on Kurt Archer's page. But then he tried to come for me. I'm like, dude, I'm not scared to say anything. Do I think gay people are more offended or easily offended? I think that if I was given a top 10 poll of the groups that are most easily offended, they would be near the top. So I'm not scared to say it. If I wanted to say it, I would say it. You know, yeah, I said they they are they've been near the top since the fucking eighties, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if they're number one, but I know they got the belt. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just because you champ don't mean you're the best, but they got the belt for being able to uh, mobilize and articulate and get activism against somebody that is going against them. That 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 the Rainbow Coalition, not the Jesse Jackson version, has that belt. For better or for worse. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to say it, so you didn't catch me, because I will say it. I don't have a problem saying that what I think. And I didn't, ju- and white people, we didn't just start saying this because Dave Chappelle said this. This was something he expressed that was already in the black community for about 20 years. Been making gay jokes for a long time, man. Yeah, oh, just <laughs> playing gay jokes. I'm talking about the day, you know, that we feel like they get so much progress. And, and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it, we also feel like that about Jewish people. That I'm not on board with that, but we say that <laughs> I'm not on board with that, but we say that on that one. Uh, 
this new girl, we'll see how long she lasts. Uh, Stephanie Maniscalco, she's posted a couple times. I had to reject a couple, but I try to, you know, we got a girl in the group that wants to post. That's always nice. Right now we're down to Megan Bull, uh, Jesse sometime if you tag her. And don't tag Jesse. Don't talk to Jesse. That's it. I'm talking about you. But yeah, that's about all. We don't have many girls that actually we have some on the on the on the edges that like posts, but they don't comment much. But anyway, it's pretty good post. She put for toss up Tuesday. She put who would you rather have on your team? Ben Simmons or Kyrie? <laughs> that's pretty good. It's good because neither one of them are on the team. <laughs> so Ben did show up. I mean, uh, ain't there, I, bro. I saw the video. That Bama ain't there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still would take Ben because Ben plays. He just wants to be traded. If he was traded, he would play. Kyrie's uh, devotion to the game. Remember last year, he took just took some time off to a mental health, and he was out there partying, and he and the team didn't really know where he was at first. Kyrie is going to take a sabbatical during the season, regardless whether he's gotten used to being hurt every year. So on his schedule. He's got to take a sabbatical every year. So, and a lot of times he's hurt for the playoffs. He was he's been hurt for the playoffs for Boston, and he was hurt for the playoffs this year for the Nets. So his timing is bad too. At least Ben Simmons is going to be present for the playoffs, and hopefully you can talk him into something to shooting the ball. Kyrie, you're gonna get 30 to 40 games and not including the playoffs lately. All right. So Kyrie, you're gonna get the truth. I don't want to play. Ben Simmons, you're going to get a bunch of BS. Ben Simmons faked getting COVID to get out of game seven. And nobody re- nobody really uh, took that story and ran with it because it came out during the cycle when we were getting the Gruden emails and some other stuff. But there's an ESPN report from credible sources uh, that Ben Simmons um, COVID positive was not a COVID positive during the uh, playoffs last year. He just wanted to get out of the limelight because he was having such a crappy playoff. And the people who allegedly were also in contact with this masseuse didn't test positive, and the masseuse didn't test positive, but somehow Ben Simmons was positive, or so that was the story. But then he ended up suiting up anyway and, and turned in that stinker. So I, I would argue that I'd rather have Kyrie – in 30 games than Ben Simmons in, in 82. I don't I don't want anything to do with Ben Simmons. I don't want to hear about his defense. I don't want to hear about anything but the girlfriend that he has because that's the only good thing he's got going for him right now. He's seven foot, basically. He doesn't do anything. He's worthless. And I hope Corey listens to this podcast because I'm going to remind him of this every single week because he took his cape out for a dude that can't even make a layup because he won't shoot. You seven foot and won't even dunk. He got shook from Trey Young. He'll trade. My man Trey Young shook Ben Simmons, murdered New York City, and turned that into a WWE career. Legend. Actual legend. <laughs> oh, man. Both of those guys I would want to touch with a 10-foot pole. But at least, you know, when Kyrie is actually there, his, his ability is tantalizing and amazing. Ben Simmons actually on the court. When he's on the court, sometimes that's a problem. But still, availability is the best ability. So I'm going to take Ben in the long run. But it's not it's not fun. He's this one is really him. irritating me. This one, very much an irritation here. Was A.B. right? It's a dumb meme that's going around. Different versions of it we've seen. Antonio Brown said Big Ben was trash. Said Joju was nothing without him, which is probably true. Called John Gruden a racist, which... Did he call him a racist or he just say these crackers? Wasn't he talking to uh 
Was he talking to Mayock anyway? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Mayock. Yeah, so it's not even like he didn't predict that. And Gruden was the one on the phone kissing his ass, and he recorded it and played it. We can't just rewrite. This is what happens. Like somebody, we just, it's a lot. Like somebody is in the doghouse in America, and we just dump everything on them, whether it's true or not. Gruden did nothing but support this man when he had the helmet situation and all this craziness. Gruden supported him. There was no accusation of that. Brown lost his mind, then eventually just wanted to get traded. He, he couldn't handle it. Or maybe he knew the team was going to suck or whatever. But no. And, and it's because he happened to get lucky and Tom Brady took him in. Where would he be without Tom Brady? He wasn't right. Oh, Juju would still be decent if he had a damn quarterback. Oh, my. Where would he be without Tom Brady? And ben, where, would Tom, where would Tom Brady be without AB in his later years? He's he'd have he don't throw, the, he don't throw the Evans. He don't you throw the Scotty Evans. Mitchell. He don't you throw the Scotty Miller catching don't passes come last back year. If AB's not there, you gotta cut this out, bro. You gotta cut this out. They need each other. Yo, they need each other. Trust me, they need each other. You can tell by the way they play. They need each other. That man wasn't even throwing down the field his first year when AB was there. He needed AB underneath for an outlet, bro. Come on, man. Don't do AB like that. Where would AB be without Tom Brady? Where would Tom Brady be? He would, would be, he be in the league with Tom Brady. With AB in the okay. NFL without Tom Brady. Does, does he win the Super Bowl without AB? It's possible. You're it's possible. a liar, bro. Possible. <laughs> possible. Hey, I, would, so, would he be? But Tom Brady would still be in the league setting records. He would still be playing. AB literally would not be in the league, possibly in jail. You know, Tom Brady also put uh, Olivia Pope on the case. How come on those charges against AB just disappeared, bro? Mm-hmm. Never could have made it. Never could have made it. I, I hear you. Never so look, so look. Let me just say um, one thing. AB is exactly right, yo. We thought he was all crazy, and he might have been speaking in tongues. But at the end of the day, we can see all this stuff has come to light. Juju trash, Steelers organization trash. Big Ben is worthless now, and um, Gruden is a racist. And any other thing that ends with the ist, he is that. And um, yeah, the Raiders organization is trash, and they should have let him just wear his helmet. The only thing he was wrong about was the, the, the only thing. The, the only thing AB was wrong about was no white women twenty twenty. Yeah, he and he didn't couldn't even hold into the end up. Yeah, because he didn't stick to that. He didn't stick to that. So it's hard to stick to. Let me tell you from his from uh, from experience, it's kind of hard to stick to. I need to work on it for twenty twenty two. That needs to be my New Year's resolution. Uh-huh. <laughs> But no, I don't want to hear these dumb memes. Ben got older. Yes, he got older and he became trash. Without Brady, before Brady, what was AB doing? It's just, I, I mean, I don't even know where to do with that. It's just ridiculous. And I and I like AB. AB used to be my favorite player before he had a meltdown. Snitches get stitches. Our boy, and I say that loosely, this random dude has been the, the, the group for like a year, Ron Fugit Jr., he, I guess he got triggered by the Kaepernick post, but it was making fun of Kaepernick. So it, the black people were making fun of Kaepernick. That should be a MAGA person's dream. The, every black person I saw on that post was laughing. No one even refuted it. It's a post from Sports Illustrated where Kaepernick says, I'm still up at 5 a.m. training five, six days a week to make a team. And my boy, my workout partner, he's not really my workout partner, He's a, but he he lifts weights at the same gym I do. He's in competitions, and I'm just like, I'm just there. 
Um, but anyway, Kareem Lewis, he, he posted it and said, who's going to tell him? Black people all across the board did the laughing emoji. It's supposed to be our hero, the modern, modern, modern day Martin Luther King. I say that in quotations, even though some of I respect for Cap, some of I don't, but that's another day. But, and this dude reported it as fake news because he was still triggered, even though you kind of, you won the victory of Kaepernick wanting to play. Because after that display, I don't know if it was last year, probably was the year before, or whenever it was, that little combine workout he had where he had to do it at high school, it made it look like he didn't really want to play and black people jumped off that train. Very rarely will you see a black person say, hey, somebody's your side cap. It happens, but it's not every po- It's not every time a quarterback's hurt anymore because everybody knows he doesn't really want to play. Man, I can't believe we're still having this conversation in 2021. And it was a joke post. And this Yeah, is- I, I saw more oh, laugh reacts than anything. I didn't even click on it. Yeah. He might be dumb enough to go out there and work out. Whatever it is, that's just how he works out. To which Jay to, to, to get exercise. Because it's not for <laughs> for paying for the NFL. I I um I warned him, but I guess he left after you made a post about it. But either way, I know um, I made it first, and then you made it. Then he left. How about that? Okay, okay. I I didn't even know. I just happened to jump in and, and see it. Now it, I just warned him. Honestly, I wish I could just go. I would just go ahead and kick these people, but you don't know who's an all star anymore, and then people cry to you, and then you fuss at me, and I'm just like, dude. I forgot. I honestly do be kicking people and forgetting, so I kind of cut back on that. But either way, it's a, it's a joke, folks. It's a joke. We we are still the only place you can come in and have some kind of freedoms with with your sense of humor. I know we, we, oh, yeah, we definitely are not unless unless you're white, and then you're going to get kicked. Yeah, basically, especially in February. And then our boy yeah. uh, Kevin Nichols. Hope you're listening to this. First of all, Kevin, you're fine because you couldn't tell the difference of a whole podcast between. Yeah, the- right. <laughs> Inactively lazy. I try to defend you. They try. I know you got some some southern opinions, but you do dancing around them. But sometimes you it comes out there, Kevin. You did a okay. Actively lazy did a whole podcast, and you you tagged me like I said it. But I I guess we all sound like too. But anyway, um, (laughs) he confused me with Corey, bro. Corey don't got no hair. He's killing us, man. He's killing us. But I love. I like him. He's good. Become an all-star, bro. You're a made man. You'd be able to say a little bit more shit, too, if you became an all-star. I'd overlook if you had a, every now and then, if you had a racist comment, I'd be like, well, you know, he he's evolving, and he don't mean it. Corey's, like, like I do he's 200 pounds. He's 200 pounds less than me and bald. And this man was like, so was that you, Sunday, arguing with Roddy? <laughs> what? <laughs> he thought it was oh my God, really? That's not even the same oh, thing. God. I don't even want to go. Corey doesn't even look like the same races us if, if white people didn't just lump us all together you i and Corey would not be the same race yeah he's about like, if we were, or, or the same group you know what i mean but but because they like yeah. to lump us all together it would it would not you and i could be saying okay we're the same but not Corey. he he he, he's, he sunburns my brother sunburns <laughs> so no don't he doesn't look like alan um <laughs> just on his shoulders he has to wear wow uh man these people i don't understand with saltines racial news and this is triggered with a uh triggered with a uh, lowercase t not actually triggered but i like sam triggered like triggered in a joke but i posted a post and i think i find it and jeff rushing both of us big fans of jeff he said why aren't you using dark mode i'm like what he just went on and on about how dark mode was better and you could see better 
bro, you don't have my eyes. Why do y'all think because y'all like something that it's supposed to work for me too? People do that with food too. I'm like, well, I don't understand. Why do you think everybody should have dark mode? Why do you care, bro? He, he cares because because he knows that that's the DJ way. He's just trying to look out for you, bro. So so dark mode, we add to the saltine list of triggered things. They get triggered by no cropping. You got to have dark mode. What else in presentation do they complain about? It's something else that bothers your, your battery. What your battery low? Your battery. Your low. battery low. Oh my god! They can't. So it, that they should make this into a Family Feud category <laughs> and be like, yeah, things that white people complain about when you have uh, a conversation online. Yes. And then I'll come up and be like, grammar. Show me grammar. Bing. Yeah, like eighty percent for the women. For the women, they hate if they if you're interacting with them in person or whatever. If you got a lot of emails that aren't deleted, hey, oh my god, I can't handle that. Why does it show twelve thousand emails? Well, why are you worried about it? It's not your phone, bitch. Like what? Don't worry about it. That's how I live my life. It doesn't even phase me because I know I've looked at them. I just don't click the button and clear them out. Why? Why? Why do I need to do that? I feel desired when I see twelve thousand, thirteen thousand. Okay, emails. Nobody want to talk to you because you got zero. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer. Uh, in light of recent events, all my emails are erased. Yeah, yeah, I do. I probably need to touch up, but I never did anything incriminating with the emails anyway. So you gotta explain that to me, sir. I never did that. that to me. Text. I don't want to get subpoenaed. I know. Why are you saying I need to delete one right now? I need to do the unsend to Facebook right now because I, I shot a shot. And that could come back to bite me. Let me do that live right here on oh the. Oh my uh, god, bro! Shot a shot. I thought, I thought we, we, just, we just got the female member. You already. No, I'm not the female. Not yet. I haven't checked her out yet. Not really. Um, I need to. Jackie uh, Tori all over again. Let me see. Let me unsend this bad boy. Yep. Oh, she didn't scream. Hey, you, you hear me? It's gonna be Jackie Tori all over again. I know, right. Let me do this real quick for y'all live on the air. Mm. I can give y'all any more information. But I just did that. Uh, I thought you know. I thought the prep. I thought the prep had been done in the flirt flirtation but you know didn't get to the next level it happens bros yeah, everybody's been there it's like oh thought we were there thought i thought i'd get my toe in the water enough to get a little gauge but sometimes it don't work out like that uh they are who they thought they were look man redskin fans or football john doe team fans they aren't smart people right? on, on average they aren't but they're good people they're simple people no, they're not they're they annoying like people. Amish to me. Um, They're a bunch of enabling ass bastards. They like the Mennonites that come to Walmart with little things on their head. They're just good people, you know. I don't. I just kind of backwards the way they live, but they didn't deserve this. Sean Taylor. I don't know if we saw the post, but the best part of it not only was the whole thing a cover up for the email scandals to retire Sean Taylor's uh, number. It's something they don't even do. They got two people who have their numbers retired in their whole history. So it's generally not something they do. Dale Green's number is not retired. I don't believe I saw Sonny Jurgens' name, but it might be on there. Uh, Joe Theismann's number is not retired. Like you can go through the list or whatever. So it's not something they really do. Um, and they did it. But Sean Taylor's family took a picture outside of a porta potty and it said Sean Taylor way. Now, maybe you could say, or Sean Taylor wrote, you could say the team didn't have anything to do with this or whatever. 
But just the optics of this are just yes, they did. <laughs> We're talking about the NFL franchise. They micromanage everything, bro. Everything. I've done partnerships with the Washington Redskins through uh, the State Department, man. When I say they micromanage everything, especially when it comes to media, everything. We took a picture at the Niners game, and they had us get in a certain order and like we had to do it from a certain angle, like we were in elementary school, wow. like a whole a whole set of people. So if they ran a promotion and it was about Sean Taylor and they took a picture with that family, they definitely like what it is is just negligence, but they definitely had a hand in it. So they they had to have known. They just didn't care. That's what it is. They just didn't care. Washington Redskins, John Doe's football team, whatever you want to call them, they are the people in the group project. They get extra hype. They want to get really excited. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And they don't contribute shit. And then they show up and they just sit in the background. And when you get an A, they go, damn, we did good. No, we did not. You are not a part of this. You're a loser. Get out of my group. They, they suck. They're the people that ask, raise their hand at the end of class and, and ask more questions when everybody else is trying to go home. That's what a Washington football team fan does. We're sick of you. You're, you're now bumped up on my list above the Giants. Go away. Your team sucks. I'm sick of hearing about Chase Young. You're rooting for a fucking defensive player and your offense can't score. What are we talking about? It's 2021. Nobody cares about run games. Good defense. Remember Taylor Heideke? He just needed a chance. He was the answer. Yeah. yeah, somebody on I, I saw I put a page and Michael Quash got mad at me, but I put it on the page that one of their pages or one of their uh, Twitter podcasts or whatever said it looks like they're putting handcuffs on Taylor Heineke. I wonder why you put ta- handcuffs on the dude because he throws picks. That's why you put handcuffs on him because his arm is not strong because he's not good. He's all heart and moxie and everything has to go perfectly basically for him to do it. That's why maybe you're putting handcuffs on him, you think? So let's just conclude for the football team. Sorry to pick on you. You thought Rivera was going to change the culture. The culture is exactly the same. You thought Chase Young was the second coming in a top five defensive end. He's not right now. You thought you were going to win the NFC East. Remember they in that poll, they had us them winning the NFC East? I'm ready to bump that. I'm ready to bump that. You thought Taylor Heineke had some potential to be a legit starting quarterback in the league. He does not. He's a backup. He had been to four previous teams for a reason. Did I leave anything out? But you do have, as Chase, our Chase House affectionately calls, Terry Rice or Scary Terry. He's the one legit thing on your team, even though I guess your line is legit. Sweat's legit. Al, Jonathan Allen's legit. But generally speaking, the one just stud y'all got is Terry McLaughlin. Other than that, you're trash. If he stays there, he will. He's, I love yeah, him. Go. Hey, you got to get out of there. Please. Y'all offered Amari Cooper $10 more million dollars than we did, and he still didn't go because he knew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, no. Nah, Y'all keep that. I keep oh, like him. You try to try. I'm just being serious. Dallas is dysfunctional, but he was like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm good." All right, man. You got anything to plug, sir? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna make sure I get my podcast going this week. I, I've got official podcasts, uh, editing stuff now. So 
I will have all the podcasts out this week. I'm plugging myself because I fucking ruined NFL this week. I went 11 and 0. I was uh, 5 and 0 on my um, super contest. I went from 1500 to in the top 400, and the prize, the prize is 300,000. Yeah, the prize is 300,000 dollars. So if I win that shit, expect me to be posting all kind of shit that y'all other people post when you know you didn't win no bets. I'm gonna post it just like that. And just want to plug the network, uh, rate, subscribe, follow us on YouTube or subscribe to us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, rate the uh, page, especially if you're listening to this, definitely try to share it and try to spread the word because most people that listen to it actually enjoy it if they're given the opportunity to hear it. But for Starscream, this is the commission. Have a good one. Peace.